Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Home is where you should feel the safest, but the air there can be more dangerous, up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes. Yo, 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 welcome to Reasonable Wrestling. It is your boys, Chris the Most High, and I'm with my tag team partner, CT, aka Chitty Bang. And we are here. What is this, episode 28? 28, I think. You keep telling me every. Now it's getting to the point where it's only 28, and I I, I forget. So, episode 28. Reasonable Wrestling. Follow us on Twitter at uh-huh. RW Podcast One. Everything goes, literally everything goes. Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram, Reasonable Wrestling Podcast. Spell it out. Reasonable Wrestling Podcast. Check us out. Uh, Yo, like, like our shit. First, like God damn, yeah, like uh, our shit. Uh, if you listen, you know, share our shit. You know, get us out comment there. our shit. Comment on it. Um, get at us uh, in any way. Like to, um, engage anyway. <clears throat> putting that, just putting that out there. Feel free. So uh, let's get just get into, into it. Yo, um, it is it's late as shit, but we are committed. Okay, we don't do twenty eight weeks straight without. I mean, it being straight, motherfucker. So here it is, our twentieth. Mm-hmm. 28th consecutive week of Rizma Wrestling. Let's get into the week that was. Um, do you ha- you want to start off with a high spot or you want to start off with a very, very low spot? I'm going to start with Raw. Um, okay, so you're going to start off with a low very spot. Very low spot. Um, <laughs> shit, where is my fucking notes? Um, so, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> where's my notes? Yo, the difference between the two co-hosts, you know what I mean? Anyways. <laughs> so, so Raw was shitty. All right? we, can do, we don't need notes for that. We don't right? need notes to say that Raw was bad. It was um, three hours of shit. Yo, I don't know what they could do to make this show good. Um, I don't really care. I'm just waiting for the Rumble. The but Rumble. this is, yeah. I mean, it's TLC and then the Rumble, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So, I'll just, I'll just take... Whatever they give me at this point, I just want them to keep people healthy, uh-huh. so we can have a decent rumble. I need them to. I need them to have a good uh-huh. six weeks for them to get their shit together uh-huh. because the rumble is gonna be the second <laughs> week of January. So I need them to set shit up, yeah, to get me excited. You know what but I mean? uh, the they're booking, <laughs> they're booking. Uh, 
choices are very, very questionable. Like, I mean, listen, it's, man. It's, to say the least, it's just everything they're doing on that show from top to bottom is wrong. And this is what you get when you um, don't know how to make new stars and you're relying on one guy or two guys at the very top. And even the guy who they had, like Braun Strowman, you know, they could have booked him better, you know? They could have, you know, it's just so, I think that the show is not going to be entertaining when you book it that way. You know, so you're in this place where they could have some organic people that are not part-timers and that are bring the kind of appeal and storyline and storytelling, but they they rely on the same people. And especially Roman dragged them through this point and they cannot tell a story without him now. They couldn't even write for him, much less write for a show. <laughs> but like God man. I mean and it, I don't want I'm not trying to shit on Raw, but like I'm not sure if you understand what I'm trying to say. I mean I understand what you're trying to say, but I, I did say when we first started the podcast, I, I was like, yo, I don't wanna be I, I know it's bad. But this is reasonable wrestling and this is logical and we talk wrestling logical. Like, okay, to be honest, Roman they couldn't write for Roman, but the Roman was their top star. Mm-hmm. Roman goes down with cancer and then their next star that they have in line is Braun Strowman. He goes down. He may have some immaturity issues, but he goes down with an injury, elbow injury, and now all of a sudden you're scrambling. So now you're trying to make Drew McIntyre uh, um, uh, formidable. You're mm-hmm. trying to like maneuver pieces around that weren't part of the plan in the first place. You know what I mean? So, yeah. and then this days this injury bug dates back to when they first tried to form the Shield, and then. Uh, what um, uh, Roman had the the shits, you know what I mean? Him and Bray and JoJo mm-hmm. and and Bo, they had whatever it was, it was, and and Kurt Angle ended up being with the Shield. So this is from like November to November, dog. Like they have been in a a pattern to where like shit has not lined up. Roman finally got the title in SummerSlam, uh-huh. and then. It's but does it, does it put it in flux to the point where yes. you can't take your time to yes. actually you do, yes. think yes. and not do things that are completely yes. irrational? I mean, the, at, you this, know? at like, the same time, it's like they don't care. Like almost like their show right now. When you have when you have Baron Corbin as your, uh, I mean, and not to shit on Baron Corbin, he's doing. I think he's doing the best that he can with what the role he's in right now. But when you what, to have him as your main attraction from the end of the show, he's the man. It's sad, you know. It's kind of sad because it's not like you booked Baron Corbin to be this main event dude, um, and not that he can't do it one day, but he's not it, you know. Um, and then you have Braun with the injury, so you can't capitalize with him for that program. So you so you book Baron into this Baron tyrant role over Raw, which is just kind of played, you know. No one's gonna. Appreciate the way you book this. You know? I mean, at the same time, again, man, they're in a holding pattern. And then you book them with Bobby Lashley I, I, and Drew McIntyre, hurting them in the process because they should be doing I mean, so much more. Listen, f- f- man, Bobby's been in a fucking ditch since July. Like, let's get past that. And, 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 <sighs> like, so, like, you can't, like, oh, they're hurting him. They, they, listen. Vince has an idea of what he wants Raw to be. 
at this point in time, I've been telling you I'm not going to kill myself to watch Raw. I it will, for the most part, if it catch me to where I'm... You know what I mean? Something, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like uh, a Seth Rollins open challenge. It made me stick around to see him. Like, okay, who's going to come out? Is it Bray? No, it's not Bray. It's Dolph Ziggler. Like, uh. Yeah, same same here. I, you know I, could I, mean? have, like, I could legitimately have not watched Raw whatsoever. And, and I wouldn't have missed a thing. I wouldn't have missed not one thing the entire week because I, I, it's not building nothing. It's not telling you something new. It was no key matches. There was no returns. It was there was nothing of note that you can say. Oh wow, you know, I, this tuning into this episode really um, informed me or kept me going with the storyline. Nothing per se was good about this show, um, and it's just, it's just bad. And I don't want to be tarping on, on it, but what can we do to fix it in this moment with this roster? Because I think they don't even utilize the roster they have. You know. I mean, at the same time, like, it's, again, like, they have a draft probably coming up. They have the Rumble coming up. And I'm not, I mean, we can do pages in a book and fantasy book. But, I mean, at the same time, like, what good would that do? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it ain't like we're going to. It ain't like we're gonna because I don't want to shit on it, so I'm trying to be positive right now. And I'm not. Well, saying I mean, if yeah. that's the case, then let's stop talking about raw. And just go into SmackDown. All right, fuck you. <laughs> like, let's talk about something that we really care about. Like SmackDown is consistently been the show that we tune in weekly yeah. to see. And I mean, when you want to talk about this upcoming pay per view of TLC, the marquee matches that are on there are going to be from SmackDown. So at this point in time, like. If you want to be positive, then join the dark side and not give a fuck about Raw, dude. Yeah. I no, mean, this like, is what I do, man. I got to come here and give an informed opinion, man. An so informed I'm, opinion I, yeah. about shit. Are you going to tell me if it's corn in there or not? Or not? <laughs> why, why are you dissecting shit? It's shit. It's shit. Solid shit. Liquid shit. Baby shit. It's shit. You trying to make this into like a fertilizer at least? Hashtag shit. Uh, you know what I mean? Like raw is. What do you say? So you want me to come here every week and just be like, oh, nothing to talk about raw. Let's go to SmackDown. Oh, let's go to NXT. I'm I mean, done. I, I do it. <laughs> <laughs> and we would have no. We would have no show. It would just be raw. No, no raw on this show. <laughs> Imagine half of those shit we talked about just gone. But. uh I mean, look, nigga, we, we talked 10 minutes about nothing positive. We, we, you know what I mean? Like, it, we, the beginning of the show has been nothing of note. We didn't give no informative information about Raw because what? Yeah. Nothing. You know what I mean? What, we're going to talk about the Revival losing again? We're going to talk about fucking, like you said, Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, and, and Baron Corbin. We're going to talk about Braun Strowman being injured. We're going to talk about Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins having Speaking a match. Speaking of Dean at, Ambrose, I mean, how do you fuck up a Dean Ambrose heel turn? Like I really was looking forward to Dean Ambrose heel turn, but since he freaking again, debuted again, 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 I'm just here for the matches, bro. So Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose <laughs> is about to fight because they got animosity. I don't care how they get there; it doesn't really. You see the difference about me? Yeah. You the one who watched the promo packages and whatnot and to get you hyped about the match. I just look at the names and be like, all right, let's see, give it to uh-huh. me. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So like. I understand like this promo package, but yes, they did something good, and then they took two steps backwards with this week. So I'm just like, okay, like 
I'm at this point. How am I supposed to expect consistency when they have never showed consistency? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, how am I supposed to be like, okay, yes, they gave me one good week. They're going to give me another good week. Mm-hmm. They've never done that. You know what I mean? So and I that, can't even. That goes into what I want to talk about a little bit later with, the, with my banger. It's uh, about consistency. You know, I could even just, you know, talk about it right before we get into SmackDown. Well, let's just, get into it. Before we get into SmackDown, because you said consistency, and it just triggered what I was thinking. Um, it's on our board. Yeah. So with WWE, I think that not only they haven't had consistency, they haven't had, and this, we, we're writers, we, we, we're film guys, we come at this, we tackle from a film perspective. So WWE has never really built their world. They have no world building. They have, with that consistency, it builds your world. That's the reason why one week a referee could say, oh, you, you know, that was DQ. The next week the same thing flies and there's no replay, you know, and one week there is replay. You know, they don't keep a consistent basis. So we have no real investment to be like, all right, take this legitimate as, as possible. You know, so we don't. So they live in this world where, you know, a couple of weeks ago, Charlotte says, I did this for Becky. Or that was like a couple, like two weeks ago. And this week she's like, I did it for myself. Like, it's it's not, it, it's, it's, it's this lack of, like, for instance, if you were to watch like Lord of the Rings, you know, and you watch Lord of the Rings, you see the, Elves, you see the orcs, you see the, the hobbits, all that shit. And then you have a modern day, you know, clown just walk through with red hair and all this shit and, and, and suit and, and a nose. It would break the, the expectations of what you have in that world. Wrestling does that to us each and every single week. No, wrestling wants to live in that world because they don't want it's, it's, it's a non boxed genre. You know what I mean? Like, wrestling is able to get away with not paying taxes to sport committees because they say they're not a sport. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? Like, wrestling, but then they're sport entertainment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, wrestling doesn't fit in a narrative to where it has to be legitimate. You know what I mean? Because I just left NXT, man, and, like, you see old people. You see the kids. You see me. I'm my age demographic, mm-hmm. white, black. You know what I mean? Like, we all root for different people for different reasons. Uh-huh. And, and I don't have anything. So do you think I look at it from a show perspective too much? So I think that I think you would want to grow your audience through your show. No, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's fantastic to have people to think that way because that's how you eventually grow. Like, they had to have somebody outside the box to have a WWE Netflix. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, the WWE Network is a WWE Netflix. Like, it, it's, it's their complete... Library of everything that they put a camera on for. Somebody had to be a visionary for that. So you being a, a thinker, saying like, "Hey, you have to be able to at least provide something that is um, that that has substance." That's the the core of what your whole industry is. That's the core of all the merchandise, all the well, you know, I, I be, wanna... be a star. All the, everything is the core from the show. So I. Get WWE is such a big multi-million dollar company. It's worldwide. It's global. I understand that, but that's what drew me in. That's what drew us in. Wait, wait. What drew you? What drew you? Is the show? That's what drew everybody in. I understand. I understand. But just John Cena being in the movie, and you're like, oh, you know. But even even when we were paying for John Cena's t-shirt, that's how I see it. Even when we were watching, bro, like, bro, Rikishi in storyline. Ran Steve Austin over with a vehicle. 
And what? Okay, okay. Another one, illogical. Also, that's no, not. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're getting the world building thing confused I, with. I understand. Like realist, real. I'm saying consistent, consistent. It's not about being real. No, consistent. Come up with a, with a world and stick to that that set rule. But this isn't Marvel. WWE is in Marvel. They don't have to live in this universe where it's consistent, and they have like WWE because injuries happen. So like, I'm not saying no. There's this thing with world building where you tell a story where you can't flip from legitimately one week to the next. You know, so it builds everybody in a sense. And, and when you fix those things in those spots, people get built because they get known for consistency. And you, they have to, they have like Sasha Banks has to act a certain way with a set rule every single time because she's Sasha Banks. And within her personality, that's how she's supposed to act. You know, so but when that they have boxes her, her, huh? That boxes her. That, no, I'm not saying that you can't flip heel face. You no, know, not even that. But if so, I mean, if. If you because it fits your narrative of Sasha, like how you see her character, like she's supposed to be heel esque, but she no. sells merch as a baby, like she can't live in that world. You know what I mean? So, like, so your theory is that you have to be you, the only baby's face is someone merch. No, I, I mean honestly, because I, th- I, I think that's changed over the over I, your, I, can, the years. I mean, you, you can say that, but what heel has merch that sells? I mean, Kevin Owens, yeah, but he's a baby. Like you know, but, you, what I mean? but he's only a baby because you call him a baby. They present him as a heel. You realize that? I mean, they present him as so a he, heel. Obviously, too. he's proof that a heel can make money selling T-shirts. So if that's the case, it's not a ba- so this where, where, where Braun Strowman has to be this or or Sasha has to be that for because because of merchandise or or AJ this and because of merchandise. It's it's not a true real real. I bring real up thing. Kevin Owens because he's also an anomaly of a of a quote unquote heel. That's that's what I'm saying because he's he's one of the first people to be like that. It's, I'm saying it's changing, but so it's you not gotta so go to times and be like, all right, so let's move with the culture. I think that WWE doesn't evolve, you know, and everything is going through a narrative base. Everything. That's why you can watch ESPN and see a narrative through LeBron's career. It's a narrative base. That's how our brains are tuned into that. And if you want to, and I, if when WWE fucks with the narrative, it's like jarring for a viewer. You know, if they want to keep with the times, and and their ratings aren't as high as you know certain things on TV. They're they're not. So they're sustaining. They're not as low as to get canceled or anything. So they sustain. If they want to be better, then be better. You know, right? So bring it all full, full circle. You know, the whole in, the whole. So but they're also the buying. But they're also buying time, man. You can't say that they're not evolving when they got two separate billion dollar company, billion dollar deals to present things on television because they present in the meeting room things that they're going to project on television. They just so, have to so buy time. The meeting room, the dictates. No, 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 I'm not saying the meeting room dictates what goes on TV, but also like if they say in 2019 I'm gonna have Ronda and Roman on Fox by hella high water, Roman and Ronda have to be hot enough that they're on Fox. Mm-hmm. Period. And so you're, that's what you're saying. The meeting room dictates the writing. The, I mean, because and- I mean, outside of that, bro, they're about to be on network cable television. I don't need to pay a damn cable bill to watch what's... So, they're about to be on a whole nother stratosphere of a reach. So, they are building that world and that narrative through what they're presenting currently 
because currently, yes, they're sustaining, but currently they are more astronomically more successful than anything. They're global. They're doing mm-hmm. deals with the devil to go to Saudi. Yeah. They did a show in Melbourne. Like, so I'm not so much saying that they're not. It's working because it's palatable. You know what I mean? And it it fits. How you say it fits pockets? Mm -hmm. It fits countries. It's it's able to have a, a woman not in headdress on in, in public because of how they present it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm just riding the wave. You know what I mean? Like at this current time, like they're more open to everything. Like right now, we're gonna get Daniel fucking Bryan and AJ Styles for the WWE Championship, my nigga. Yeah, and that's, SmackDown, that's yeah, incredible. Like, like, that, I mean, and that's where their bread is buttered right now because they can go, they can take a dip with SmackDown, but they but get SmackDown back to it. But SmackDown gives you what you want, yeah. so I don't get what you mean. Like, WWE presents the consistency. I mean, outside of the, the slip-up with Charlotte saying I did it for me, but that's also because she she turned. She she's here now. She she was, she was here when she said that. I mean, no, 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 no. She was she was she was she was tweeting babyface. Were like you know what I mean, like Rhonda, you came in my house. I had to show you, blase, blase. But now she's like, all right, because okay. she did face Peyton Be- Royce, and, yeah, yeah, and Becky, yeah, she faced Peyton Royce, and then she she played, you know, yeah. you know what I mean. And then at the end of the day, um, Becky has her title, my nigga. Yeah, Becky beat the shit out of her and has her title, so Charlotte kind of still remembers that, you know. And that's the hottest angle right now. On, I mean, the women right now are the hottest thing. On either show, you know, and I think that with Becky and Rhonda, that incident, and then Nia Jax, the show, at least narratively, is is pretty much ran by the woman in terms of the reactions, in terms of what people are tuning in to see, what people are talking about online. Um, Becky is the hot shit right now. She's I mean, SmackDown is revolved around um, the, the the women. The wrestling is revolved around this WWE. Year. I want to say is revolved Ronda, Nia, Charlotte. Yeah, uh, this year was a transformative Becky. year for women for in women wrestling. wrestling. Yeah, and even more so than the last year. So after the last couple of years, because the, the the foundations were getting more first and all that stuff. But this year, I'm not sure if it has something to do with Evolution. But it's 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 in a different world world now. I think from now on, and we could see like women main event and hold the show narrative, like run the show narrative in a way that we didn't ever see back in the day. I mean, but even so, like that's the thing that you just ask for the 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 consistency. They've been consistently building from this moment since 2015. Bless you. Excuse me. Um, since 2015, mm-hmm. since since you know Nikki, AJ, um, uh, AJ, uh, Nikki Bella, AJ Lee, for people, you know what I mean. I, I have to mm-hmm. be a little bit more specific. CD's been getting on me for that. <laughs> um, 2015, like when they bring up Charlotte, um, and Sasha Banks and Be- and uh, Becky Lynch, they've been moving this divas revolution evolution for quite some time. Yeah. So. Uh, again, we talked about when we did the character spotlight for Charlotte Flair. Check that out on SoundCloud. Um, also, I mean, it's everywhere where, we, where we're yeah. at on podcasts. Wherever yeah. podcast is podcasting. Charlotte Flair. Um, Second Nature. Second Nature. We mentioned how the three women were the centerpiece of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. They were the centerpiece of WrestleMania with Triple H. Under, I mean, yeah, I think it was Triple H, Undertaker, Roman, and Shane McMahon or something like that. Yeah. Whoever, whoever, AJ that's the, and Shane. And like yeah. whoever the other four was, it wasn't the three women. And then, you know what I mean? Like, no, no, Chris Jericho's no, got on her face. No, no, AJ was gone. I don't know. But, <clears throat> um, the, you know, and then moving to New Orleans, a marquee match was Ronda Rousey. Versus mm-hmm. Stephanie McMahon, yeah. With you know that the B line was Kurt Angle coming back, you know what I mean. But the headline was it was Ronda's first match That's for true. WWE. So they've been consistently building this and and showing that they're committed yeah. to having women be a lot more uh, prominent in the show, and it's showing through the characteristics of women being a lot more diverse in their character. Becky is the man. She's not the woman. Yo, she's she the man. Superface. She went. She went from face to superface by turning heel. It's exactly. crazy. Yeah, it's an oxymoron. <laughs> it's an oxymoron. But, but uh, it's work for her. But that's what I'm saying. Like that's what makes wrestling not be able to be in a box because. If it was supposed but if you to pay be, attention, you could see it happening though. But if like you could see what's like you could see an entertaining show, because what I see it's like almost like I see the Matrix, and I'm like, all right, clearly if you if you write it a certain way, where these people your your product would be so much better, so it would be more uh, well more well versed, people would be more well fleshed out, and then the the match types would be different. Like I don't want to have a show where you have to have Seth Rollins versus Dolph Ziggler over and over again, or Baron Corbin versus Finn Balor over and over. Again, when they have so much talent on the roster, I mean, but you know? I, mean, I think that so at the same time, there. I, th- I don't mean to get back to Raw, but like that's what I know before. But, but realistically, I think what's happening is that you can do a lot more with less. You know what I mean? SmackDown has less people. And they have less hours, and they have less eyeballs. Mm -hmm. So they're able to do a lot more experimental things, like open up the show with the women like they Mm -hmm. did with Becky, Charlotte, and then Paige coming out intervening, saying that, you know, you guys are going to face each other. And it's not anybody of importance, but Mandy Rose is the one who comes out and Mm -hmm. says that anybody could have did to Charlotte. I mean, to Ronda, yeah. what Charlotte did. And that's that's a spotlight to Mandy Rose. It is. It is. And Huge. Mandy Rose is attached to Sonya Deville. Yeah. And then Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose has a feud with Naomi and Asuka. And then now you have two tag teams, and then here comes the Iconics. Now that's three tag teams. Yeah. It gives you an idea that they're going to have a women tag team. Then you have on Twitter Sasha Banks and Bailey saying that they want to wrestle the Iconics. Like, it's certain little pieces like that mm-hmm. where Lana and Zelina have things going on together on social media that plays on TV. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's a connect, and now you you book in the show because the main event was a, a battle royal. It was dope. And the, the battle royal, the person who won was going to enter themselves into the match with Charlotte and Becky at TLC that when it was Oscar. Yeah. That and and that thread of the show kept us enthralled yeah, throughout exactly. the show. You know and what I mean? It was dope. I think that Oscar winning too uh is what should have happened. And I and I didn't know I didn't because I didn't see the first segment until later. You know, I knew they were building to a a match for a match with triple chip uh, at, triple, at TLC, I'm sorry, triple threat at TLC and a TLC match, but I was like, how the hell did this come about? Because I didn't see nothing beforehand. Yeah. So you saw, I mean, 
I'm, I'm just glad to give us this match. I, I think I'm super excited to see Asuka versus Charlotte versus Becky. And I'm also um, curious to see where they take Asuka from here. Like, finally, we're giving her another big spot. And I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for Asuka. I want to see what happens. I think, like I said, my prediction, I would like for Asuka to win the strap. I would like to see Becky switch brands. Uh, um, I know she's Mrs. SmackDown. But she's the man. So uh, she can do what she wants. Exactly. So <laughs> I would like to see Becky going fresh at the Women Rumble because Charlotte was not in the first Women Rumble. Asuka yeah. won the first one. She doesn't need to be in the Women's Rumble again. Uh-huh. It's my logic. And I know, so you know what you I mean? you will put the strap on Asuka. Asuka takes out from the Royal Rumble because she doesn't need to be there. Exactly. Um, and she can have a match with, I mean, hmm. Asuka and Becky can be one-on-one. I mean, I would love for Asuka to get the title, but I just don't see it happening right now. Asuka I, think can that, be, Asuka, I think that Becky's too hot right now to take the title off her. You can build a feud because you the feud is we're tired of seeing Charlotte and Becky. To write Charlotte out of the title, <clears throat> Charlotte can win the Rumble and challenge, challenge Ronda at Mania. Okay, yeah, that's what can happen. Yeah, I think that's, and that's what's going to happen. Asuka can win the title. Home is where you should feel the safest, but the air there can be more dangerous, up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes. At TLC, and then the rematch clause is Oscar Becky 101 at Rumble. And what Diana comes out and breaks her face again? I don't know. Well, how would you set well, that match? Or set who it? would you set? Actually, probably, I don't. I'm, 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 I don't get. Why were you bringing Diana? I don't give no, 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 no. Let me, let me, let me speak. I thought we were going with the Nia Becky match, but that's probably not going to happen until after. We got, we got to stay. We got to stay on par of what Tio's you said. How we going? Curious about Asuka. I'm booking Oscar. No, no, I okay. don't care about Nia. I'm. I. I want Oscar to win no, no, the title, okay, okay. and then Oscar f- gets with Becky with a, a Benny feud one on one with them at Rumble. And then, however, we get to Becky and Nia at at, at Mania. We got four months, yeah. so we'll figure that out. But Oscar, but I just think Oscar that Becky needs the title. Essentially, I think I would put it on Oscar, but I think Becky's just too hot. I think they're going to keep it on her. And uh, give her a good match with her retaining. Uh, give her some more padding on this reign. Um, so, yeah, I think that that's, that's what's going to happen. I really do think that Becky got this. She's just too hot. Uh, but I'm excited to see a triple threat match. That's the most excited match I'm probably going to be excited for. Most excited match I'm for. What am I to say? <laughs> the most excited <laughs> for a match at TLC. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> uh, all right, let's fast forward and uh, get into the rest of SmackDown that we are. That's the high spot. Um, a high spot for me was just confirming that Oscar wasn't that triple threat and knowing that it's going to be that triple threat alongside with uh, Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles as the matches to see and the matches to watch at TLC. And I'm super excited to watch that. 
Um, I, I to to have another singles match. I think yeah. it's going to be a trilogy between the two. It's going to be the rubber match. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so and it's I'm, finally on pay per view. It's on a pay per view instead uh, of a SmackDown. Yeah. Um, uh, and the Universal Title is not going to be in there, so yeah. it's, your, it's your main event. And and I finally give AJ give the SmackDown title main event. The entire time AJ had the belt, it never made it. Name ended a show. The entire time AJ had the belt, never ended a show. That's that's crazy. So I'm excited for that, and um, um, I, I, I'm also kind of curious to see if they're going to allow the the Usos to wrestle um, the bar for the titles. They got a win in a, a non title match this past week. So shout out to the Usos. Yeah, well, you look. So you want to see them visit the bar or not? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I would you know like to. That? Yeah, I would like to see that. Um, give Give the New Day a break. Shout out to the New Day. Shout out to Xavier. We uh we got our roommates over here playing uh, zombies in yeah. the background. So we got a uh, a coat. What was it? Uh, Cross Brandon of of uh, gaming and wrestling because you know <laughs> shit like that happens nowadays. Yeah. Um, so just give the New Day, let the New Day have some time. You know, they don't need to be in the yeah. tag division right now. Um, it's just sad that it's like R.I.P. Big E's career. Because he was on the clock, and I think he's over what? for his main event push. I mean, we talked yeah, about that. Yeah. I mean, at the same time, like, hey, man, I, I think, I, I, like I said, just give it time. You know, they it could possibly happen, but I think it's it's too far into this new thing. That's his career. He's gonna go into all fame. I mean, I can't say as that. a new day guy. I can't. I can't it's say that. It's fine. It's so fine. you know, you can. We're not gonna get that black can, WWE champion. You can, I mean, <laughs> for a while. I mean, you can. Bobby say Lashley that, but ain't Bob, gonna be it. I mean, listen, dog. You can say that all you want, but Bobby's been the Almighty. The almighty. <laughs> <laughs> the the almighty yeah, right right now Bobby's doing his time from coming oh, from back from TNA nah. that's how it feels he's doing his time now you're gonna you're gonna come back here we're gonna tell you that you love your sister and then we're gonna have you bend over and show everybody your ass and then that's just gonna be your character <laughs> you know so they want to just book him into whatever bullshit so that and you know he does his time because he went to TNA I think. But um, after that, um, fuck that. We're talking about SmackDown. Daniel Bryan, AJ, probably gonna get Usos bar, and uh, Small Joe Jeff Hardy. Small Joe Jeff Hardy. Um, um, I don't. I mean, we said they've been def- de- defaming uh, Samoa Joe, so we'll see. Hopefully, he can get a win and some. Oh yeah, he got. He got to get that one. Uh, it's just about time, and. Um, yeah, and they gave, they gave him some actually some good lines to that on SmackDown the other day. Uh, I thought the promo with him and Jeff was a really good actual promo. For, I'm actually for the show. interested in seeing Shinsuke and Rusev if they oh, give us some serious yes. some some serious yes. time. If so. they finally pray to like thank God that Shinsuke has a has an angle <laughs> for once <laughs> the entire year. Yeah, but um, he has an angle with the Rusev. That match could be really good. That match yeah, could be really I mean, dope. Again, like I didn't you, think about it. And you, I don't you, know. SmackDown has a small roster, has small time, but they make it happen where you're excited for matches. How can't? How, why can't Raw do that? I mean, at the same time, it's just like a person who has everything. You know, you, you're bored. You know what I mean? Like you have. 
the cars, the mm-hmm. house, the the women, the money, mm-hmm. and like, are you gonna be creative? I feel you. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. If you already are number one and the and best, you're old. and you're old, like, do you experiment? You know what I mean. Yeah. Like, you know, Raw celebrated twenty five years consecutively being on television. They, you know what I mean. Like, they're they're a mainstay. Mm-hmm. SmackDown is still gaining, like, it's been on Sci-Fi, USA, CW, uh, wherever the fuck else, you know what I mean? Now it's going on Fox, like, SmackDown is still trying to find its niche, you know what I mean? And since the brand split of 2016, they've been really putting effort. Like, putting the strap on Dean Ambrose was a big thing for them. Uh And Dean came in and held it down. Now, was he a little bit bland? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you but know, I think he did what he he could. did what he could, and then they gave the title to AJ, which they which we was like, holy shit, the the titles on AJ, yeah. and he held that title and defended that title, had great matches with you that take title, a lot more risk. and yeah. I mean, it was great. And then also, you bring the New Day over, and then the New Day and the Usos have fucking a standout fucking tag team feud that mm-hmm. solidified tag team wrestling again, and then. Like, you know, so they, yeah. they build, they're building a brand and, and they're pitched, you know what I mean? So I, I'm excited. Like I said, I, yeah, I'll, SmackDown, I'll SmackDown, SmackDown is a show, you know? Uh, we don't know if uh, Lars Holland will be going to, to to Raw or SmackDown, though. He's, he's, they're doing packages of him um, on both shows. I think he would do best on, um, I think he would do best on SmackDown, honestly. Um, I'm not really a fan. I know you wanted to see that NXT match. Yeah, um, we got to catch up with him. Yeah, I got to catch up to NXT. Um, they had a match, and I I was looking forward to. I think I, but I don't know why I'm not really. I I think I might have talked about it here on the podcast. It's just like you want to say a big horse match, you know, and and, um, I, I I appreciate those matches. I think that people don't appreciate the big man sometimes because their style is just not as super athletic, and they're not super um. You know, you know, technical and whatnot. So I appreciate them for what they do, and I'm curious to see what they uh, create together. The, the clash and the big man styles, who are and they're both athletic guys. They're both really athletic guys. So I'm curious to see where, where, what I'm they just, do. It's probably not gonna be super crazy. No, but. for sure. I I, I never kind of like been a fan of Lars though. So um, he's not the greatest. I'm, not, I'm gonna be honest with you. So that's why his presentation, his presentation is, is really good. And, and so when it's we really talk good. about production, like when we yeah. talk about production, like that's what we came in about talking about wrestling yeah. and saying we wanted to talk about it differently. The production of Lars Sullivan of. Yeah, like you said, the now nah, pay attention to how he shot being yeah. coming out that low angle, and then the him lights, this, and then the silhouette, yeah, and then, give him this menacing feel, exactly. And he, like I said, I was like, yo, he's only six three, like, <laughs> but you like that's that's t- I mean, coming from me, that's, yeah. that's tall, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, fuck, I'm I'm by three, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah he, he's a uh, he's an imposing figure. five six. Hi, I'm not really. <laughs> <laughs> he's in a <laughs> Uh, he's 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 an impo- he's an imposing figure that uh, I'm not super in- into his ring work, but I want to see him versus Keith Lee. Um, I don't know. Now, speaking of presentation, I'm sorry. NXT, like God damn, yo, y'all production is crazy. Like EC3 entrance, Ricochet entrance, every like it's the production the to even the music. Like off when we chain. hear um, "Shock the System," we know that beat is crazy. 
Bianca uh-huh. Belair, like, it's a bop. Uh-huh. Fucking uh, Mia Yim is a bop. Like, you know, like, yeah. they just got fun. Like, the production, the the way it's shot is, is so intimate. The lighting. I always say, uh, you know, NXT is like my baby, man. I love that show. It's just put together point A to point B to C to Z. It's all good, you know. Um, uh, I know you you went to go see it t- today. Yeah, um, it was don't a, spoil. Anything I won't spoil, but it was it was you a fantastic a show. Um, check us out on Reasonable Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. I have some things that I shared. Got some pictures, some videos, and whatnot. Um, shout out to my bro Matt, man. Uh, <laughs> we had a we had a moment. Oh, uh, you did? It, yeah, he it it it, it, it I was a. Hoping for an embrace pause. They're literally, I'm not gonna front, mm-hmm. but uh, in the middle of his match, like he was firing up, yeah. and I was like, "Let's go, bro!" And he heard my voice and looked over mm-hmm. and found me and gave me a smile. <laughs> so that was super dope. Yeah. And then uh, at the end of the match, when he was doing like his celebrations or looking at, he, you know what I mean, did the little point and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So. Um, shout out to Matt. It was it was great, but the show was great. Um, Steel Cage match, um, something that we talked about uh, possibly oh, happened. Happened. Shit! Don't say nothing. Okay. Don't say nothing. Okay. Don't spoil nothing. But I'm giving you teasers. Right oh man! Yeah. I wish I was there because yeah, the production. I went there once with Chris. The production live is even better. It's like a freaking movie. Yeah. Um, but. Um, yeah, Lars, uh, hers racist, by the way. Yeah, I mean, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Vince loves them red. <laughs> Next. <laughs> uh, so what's next? Um, what's on, well, what we got, Book and Black? Do you got anything for Book and Black? Oh, Keith Lee. Keith Lee. Oh, what's up, Keith? Shout yeah. out the glorious. Oh no, I'm sorry. That's that's, that's Bobby Roode. Uh, shout out to Bound, Bask in My Glory. What do they call him? The the, the Limitless, Limitless. So it's what it is. The Limitless Keith Lee. Um, so Book and Black. I think that with Keith Lee going forward, I remember uh, last week, <laughs> uh, Rich was here, your cousin, and he was saying that Keith Lee's the only guy he could book. Shout out Rich, by the way. Keith Lee's the only guy that he likes being booked to be a black guy that likes to be booked happy. <laughs> I don't know. There's something about Keith Lee that just he has that baby face kind of vibe. So I think for him uh, going forward, they gave him that win today. I haven't seen the match yet. But I think going forward, he has to have some type of uh, push as a face. But... With the roster, could you could you see him in a feud with a I don't know a heel? No, he just need, no, he just he needs to be a heel. I I would like to see Keith Lee as a heel and his smiling persona be that. I would like him to be smiling and you know what I mean. A smiling like, heel, yeah. Oh, smarmy, a smarmy smiling. It was like ha ha. I'm not asking my. Glory, you know I what I mean, and I think that will. I think that the people, way people react to him, they're like, "Yeah, let's bask in your glory for sure." So, like, yeah, I mean, I don't think I think that he, you know. But the thing is, is that if you book him as a babyface, he he's going to get stale. 
So that's why you book him in the heel to get him that baby face um, reaction. You know what I mean? Because people like Keith Lee, but if Keith, but you also have to put him in a feud that would. If Keith Lee goes after Ricochet for you, you know what I mean? North American Championship. Uh-huh. Ricochet is obviously the biggest. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know what I mean? He's not going to go for the title because I don't think that he's going to win a title in. NXT. But he doesn't have to win will a see title. Him and he'll bring him up. Like Vince, he's a big black dude. He's like, oh, we need a black guy. And he's big. Bring him up. But, so it's going to be like right after WrestleMania that Keith Lee's going to come out. Watch, and they're probably not going to do anything with him. Well, he, but, doesn't, he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to win a title for him to get over. Like, no, no, you know, exactly. I was going to say like, can he yeah. work him into like a few Gargano, a heel Gargano, but it's the smart, you know, hero versus hero kind of vibe. But he thinks he's a hero, and he's not. I don't know. What you, you want Keith to be a babyface? But a smarmy baby face? Don't want with his baby face versus John, John Gargano's like smarmy hero heel. Oh, okay. You know, he okay, thinks okay. he's the, he thinks he's the hero, okay. but he's not. You know. Um. Yeah. I mean, either or. I just think that um the roster stack right now NXT. You know, um, they're trying to separate it with the UK stuff, so they're going to take away probably Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate and Trent Seven and stuff like that. They but, might make him and Matt Riddle tag team, by the way. Um, that might happen, but I think they got bigger plans for Matt. Me too. Me too. Uh, so you know, they, I think yeah, once you Matt, probably, you know, if they did. I know. Kayfabe, listen, but yeah. I think honestly, like Matt has. Um, Matt has potential to be uh, something that can... Uh, I cannot wait. Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean... Shout out Matt Riddle, man. Him and Ciampa wrestled a few times earlier in their careers. Okay. Um, so that might be something revisited over time. Right, don't you say know. anything else. Uh, you know, Gargano and Matt wrestled and evolved, you know, so that may be, uh-huh. you know, revisited, you know. Uh, Keith Lee and Matt Riddle has wrestled a okay. few times, so that might be revisited. Has he faced Ricochet? Um, yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched that. Him yeah. and Ricochet uh, wrestled. Him and Adam Cole has wrestled. Oh, okay. so it is a lot of possibilities of where we can go. And and as I said that, I just named the roster. Yeah, that roster is deep. That roster is stacked. You know what I mean? And almost so, any possibility is good. Exactly. Oh, man, we got we're in for some good <laughs> shit. I can't wait. <laughs> so shout out Keith Lee. I mean, he can go either way. It can go. You know, he can really. I think at this point in time, his options is no pun intended, limitless. Okay, but I was that note. Let's keep it moving. <laughs> let's keep um, it moving. Um, we're forty five minutes into the show, so let's okay, go let's into go. Uh, business, business and logic. logic. And uh, we're going to close out after Business Logic with Does Chris Care, which I'm going to let you know now, probably not. <laughs> so uh, Business and Logic, we got um, All Elite Wrestling. Uh, it happened last week. We tried not to be that podcast that talked about it because everybody was talking about it, and I wanted a little bit more time to digest with what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but a trademark has been put out for All Elite Wrestling Productions or promotion or whatever the case may be with uh, Cody and the Bucks, and they're going to try to start the promotion. They're going to try to change the world. That's going to be unbelievable. I mean, at the same time, it is going to be unbelievable. Um, and it's No, because it is unbelievable. That's what I'm trying to yeah, say. Like, oh, it's... Like, like, the fact that, um, for instance, like, so, 
right now the the they got investment from the Jaguars um, owner, the owner of the Jaguars, yeah. the Jacksonville Jaguars. So with that money and that backing, they could do a a, a, a pretty good production, and we'll see where it takes. And they may get they get a TV deal and go from there, but. Just starting right now, it's just trademarks, and it's a long way to go. So everybody's getting super excited because the, because of the possibility. Of course. But not only are there not going to be a competition to the WWE, they're 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 not. It's it's a huge, tall, you know, taxing hill to mountain to climb. Yes. To, to compete with WWE on what the level they are at, uh, even if you have billions of dollars right now today, it's the it's the exposure, it's the name recognition. All that stuff you got to build over time. Exactly. Um, so it's not going to be a competition, but it will be a place. Call WWE WWE. They still call it WWF. Yeah, they don't know. They, yeah, exactly. So I think that it can just be another place for wrestlers to go and wrestle and be on TV, and get more exposure. And if it pops, it could be a great place where WWE poached talent from eventually one day. <laughs> so, essentially, that's the, the, that's the limit. I think that's just the, the ceiling. ceiling, exactly, for uh, All Elite Wrestling. But I'm excited for it. I think that um, it's so courageous for these guys to think outside the box, be independent, be adventurous, and go out on their own and make something happen in their field as owners and and build something out that they want to because they're so passionate about what they do. I think it's so honorable. And that's the part that I really connect with because that entrepreneurial spirit, that kind of building something from scratch and taking something and building your brand through a web series and building your brand through, you know, Cody's going over the place, wrestling everywhere. Cody, um, Kenny, Young Bucks, they wrestle everywhere, building their name across the globe all year long. It's paying off, and it's paying off in a way that they probably could never even dream of, of even owning a company, and thinking, and that shows that thinking big, dreaming big, it could be a reality if you just keep pushing that um, theory out there. For sure. I'm um, sure Cody uh, wants to be like his dad and be a booker and have his territory way when he's, when he's a kid, and he just dreamed of that. Yeah. And he's legit going to live it out if this happens. Yeah. And it's unbelievable. Business-wise, I think... It is. I don't know, man. Um, it's tougher. I've never ran a wrestling company. Yeah. I've never been kind. I've been close to being around a wrestling company. Not even around. I'm close yeah. to being around, <laughs> but I know that it's difficult. Yeah. I know that it's tough. I know that it takes a lot. Uh, more than just aspiration. Yeah. So it takes the funding. It takes the thoughts. It takes. But they the did a show already. That's the only reason why I feel like they yeah, can do it. And that's they did thing. a huge show yeah, Exactly. And that is. They did it once. And that was fantastic. Mm-hmm. That was the, a, a grant. And, and the business behind that, the logic behind that of just having mm-hmm. all independent wrestlers come to their WrestleMania. Yeah, that that would be, was that <laughs> pretty much. That's what it was. All in too. Or all, I think the new one is called All Out or something. You yeah, know what I mean, like or something like that. But having something that's their WrestleMania for independent wrestlers is fantastic. 
It's essentially going to be its own independent company. It is going to be its own independent company. Yeah. Now, what that does do, too, is also when WWE has a sniff of competition, they either buy up the people, which is good for the people and mm-hmm. us, so we can see them anyway for exposure. Which is why they're getting people like Walter, exactly. that they've known about forever, and ACH. I hear he's going to be going to NXT. Like, Shout uh, out my man. Next year. Super! <laughs> so, yeah, he might be signed by... Um, Early next year, um, good luck to him. So, I mean, yeah, but so, even but even if that, like, even if they're like, okay, like we we don't want that talent, but we see what they're doing over there. There, it makes them be able to, to to be innovative to where like they're doing cross promotion with yeah. uh, Evolve now. You know what I mean? Or maybe they'll see All In or, or All Elite and be like, you know what, you guys don't want to come over here. We obviously know how big you guys are. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not going to poo-poo it. Like, we we brought in your guys already. We yeah. brought in AJ. We brought in Luke Gallows. We brought in Finn Balor. Like, we know what the Bullet Club is. We yeah. know what Biz Cliz is. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, let's do some... Let's, let's collaborate. Uh-huh. Like, that is... A, partner. Exactly. I mean, 20, uh, down the line, it's a possibility. Bro, 2020 is like, fuck, nigga. Uh-huh. And Kanye right was probably run for president. Hey, yo, so, but yeah. they're already doing that kind of Evolve. Right now, the Street Profits exactly. are the tag team Ta- champions exactly. of Evolve. The Street uh, Profits are NXT. Fabian Aikler is the, is the champion over there. He just wrestled Shane Strickland. Oh. And, and sh- that's who we won the title. You know what I mean? Like, you wrestled Shane and... Uh, you know, uh, Shane versus Cassius Ono, and like you know, it it was gonna be the Street Profits first LAX from Impact, oh. but Impact oh, pulled it. Wow! But do you wow. know how exactly? So do you know how big that would have been to have? That would have been crazy. Impact and wrestling product. I mean, on WWE product. Sorry, uh, on an Evolve show. Yeah, that would be unbelievable. That would have been like clap- so. Evolve was basically the. The middleman. It's the distributor. Distributor, dog. <laughs> and they get all the bread. Because they come into the house. You got to pay tax. That's wild. Yo, whoever thought wrestling would be out of place. Shout like out that. to Gabe, man. But it didn't happen. Yeah. They LA's pulled pulling, but I mean, Gabe's pulling moves. But that's how you be. when you. That's what happens when you're what? Who's, who's neutral? Switzerland? Right? As in the, as yeah, in the, yeah. That's what happens when you're Switzerland, man. You're a good country. Uh, I see how it is. Yeah? Yeah. Um, all right, we're uh, approaching an hour on the show, and I want to go to Wendy's before they close because I'm hungry. So, yeah, we're going to go into our last segment, and that is Does Chris Care? I've got to get some like music for this segment one of these days. So, let's go down the list. All right, so Baron Corbin versus Braun Strowman seems like uh, it might be on, but we might not be on. Uh, do you care? For TLC. Absolutely not, Your Honor. <laughs> but would you care if uh, Braun... I mean, what's his name? Sorry. Bray Wyatt took his place. If Bray Wyatt took his place. Braun's place. Absolutely not, Your Honor. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, do you care about Elias' face push? Uh it's funny. It's, I'll tell you that. It's it's they're hot shotting the shit out of Elias because he can string a guitar. So no, they're not really hot shotting. He lost, you know, too, and he's only there to string a guitar and talk shit. 
I mean, they're not doing shit with him. They're not giving him any good wins or anything. Like, I mean, he's just there to do his shit. Well, no, then. No. All right. So, um, are you... Um, do you care about Alexa being, like, the lady GM for the women's roster on Raw? Um, we can see because she's an antagonist. So, we'll, but that that only... No, I'm not because... They, no, no. The All Raw right. women's roster is trash. Do you care about... <clears throat> Dean Ambrose getting shots because he didn't want to get contagious in his ass from the fans. Man, we're an hour into this show. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, I don't give a fuck about that. All right. Do you care about No Way Jose's return? What? No Way Jose. Do you Man, I thought return? he was future endeavor, dog. <laughs> Uh, do you care about Randy Orton versus Rey Mysterio and their chairs match that might happen? I'm pretty much pretty sure they're built, built, booking a chairs match. Not in the slightest. Okay. Not in the slightest. Randy and Ray, Ray and Randy, not a chance in bleeping hell that I'm excited about that match at this point in time in life. Okay. That's it. And with that said, it's been a great show, guys. Yo, thank you guys for listening again. We thank definitely you. do appreciate you guys sticking Shout out Vance it. Archer. I'm going to shoot you one day. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get uh, that in there. Uh, shout out to our roommates for like allowing us to like record and Yo, they play the game on mute. You know it's one thirteen. I got work tomorrow. I got to get up at 6. I got to get up at 6 as well. Oh, and uh, the podcast will be up before I go to work. God oh, dang it. Early. Uh, early morning. But we do it for y'all. So appreciate our listeners all across the country, man. Like, we got listeners out in, like, France and Germany yeah, and Canada love. and Australia and the U.K. and even American Samoa and Japan and Saudi Arabia and, like, we really just do appreciate you guys for listening, even in our home country, United States. Shout out to everybody across the country that listen to across the world. We appreciate it. Um, and uh, continue to listen to us. We'll catch you guys later next week. Peace out. Peace. <laughs> you know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Home is where you should feel the safest. But the air there can be more dangerous, up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes.